There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everybody. Merry New Year. Merry New Year. So, it's mid-January by now, and... It's January 6th. Well, it's January 6th on the day that we're recording this, but this will probably come out next week. So, Uh, so what I wanted to talk about today was, I didn't talk to you about this at all yesterday because I went to bed so early, but I'm getting older and I don't like it. (laughs) I'm getting older and I don't like it. How can I help you with that? I might need to start getting my hair done like every four or five weeks or something because we, what we did yesterday, basically my hair, I look gray. I'm, I'm gray all over. It looks gray all over. You're silver Fox, baby. There's no Fox in here. Mandy goes, you do not look 40. I'm like, I do now. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Trey was, he did ask me on the phone yesterday. He's like, well, I don't understand what you did and why you had to do it. And basically the way I was explaining is women, as we get older, it's like, and I guess men do too, but y'all don't really notice or, nor do you really care because your hair is short, but this color of like, um, an old sewer rat <laughs> it starts coming through. And then your old color was like, I don't know where you get that analogy with yourself because that's the color of the hair that comes in. Okay. It's like, okay, pubic hair. Pubic hair is like not pretty at all. Like nobody's like, oh man, what color pubic hair do you have? Oh, that's so beautiful. Like nobody <laughs> says that ever because pubic hair is is really not a pretty color at all. That's okay. the color of my hair coming in. It's like an old... If that's the way pubes are going to start looking, then I need to start liking pubes because you look beautiful. Oh, well, thank you, Trey. But I'm, I'm still gonna, I need to, I need to explain this though. So do tell old, my old color was like, you know, a honey color blonde mixed with a platinum blonde. But the problem is that the sewer rat is coming in with this, you know, old honey blonde color, and then they're clashing. And then the hair is coming in so fast with being the, the sewer rat also mixed with some white hair. And this mixture. So yesterday, what we did was, is we highlighted my hair, but we put a toner on it to pull out all the yellows and the gold. And then basically it left me like gray and I'm, I'm kind of freaking out. What can I do to help you? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm trying to limit my words here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then on top of that, I had three surgeries in a year and a half time period and my hair has 
basically fallen out. Like half, I, half of it's fallen out. I've never had hair this thin in my life. And it affects you. Like you're, when you're a female and you love, I've, I've loved fixing my hair since I was in fourth grade. I mean, I started, that's when I started really learning how to fix my hair. It was in fourth grade and I had long blonde hair down to my waist. And so this past year I've had to figure out like, okay, how can I style my hair now that it's thinner? And then I find out yesterday that everything I've been doing to style it damages it. So it's just well, a tough place to be in right now. Trying to think silently here what I could say, and I've got one word for you. What? Grace. Just give yourself some grace. You had three surgeries in 18 months, which one was an explant to remove the toxic breast implants you had in your body. Another one was a partial hysterectomy to help fix the hormonal migraines that you've been debilitated with. And the other one was a fat transfer to bring back the feminine side of your breast <laughs> to bring you back into where you want to be. So it is a transformation, 100% transformation and give yourself some grace because you're beautiful. I love you and love yourself the way I love you and you'll be amazing. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I am crying because I did. You know, what's funny is last night I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, girl, is this what I'm going to look like as I'm old? And <laughs> an old sewer rat? <laughs> an old sewer rat. And then River goes, mommy, you look like Grandma Sally. <laughs> and I was That's like, That's a well, beautiful woman. Well, it is a beautiful woman and that is a nice compliment. But it, <laughs> it kind of make me laugh. But, um, but then what was funny is as I'm sitting there thinking this, I'm like, man, I just want to go to bed. I'm going to watch Golden Girls. Oh, I know. Where did you start watching Golden Girls? Because Betty White just died. Oh, okay. Um, we were laying in bed last night. It was what? A, a, you went to bed early, but you woke back up because I heard I heard the Golden Girls in the bed. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on here? Well, and what's funny is that I actually think it's really funny now. Like, I, I thought it was funny before, but I'm catching more and more jokes because I'm older, which is like re-emphasizing the fact that, you know, we're we're getting older and it kind of sucks. You're referencing yourself as your mom and you're watching Golden Girls. Yeah. And, uh, and I was noticing that this year, whenever we go, 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 like we need days to stay at home. Like, do you remember when you were younger and grandma had a weekend with the family? She was home the next week. Like she did not leave the house for a whole week because that's, she needed to recover. Like I'm getting there. Well, darling, you're 40 years old. Okay. You're, you're a spring chicken and we got a lot of life to live. So and then, you know what? Maybe I need to, I'm up. I don't, it's I don't it's, know if it's day this. six of this year. I think we're going to be all right. I don't think I can do this with the hair. <laughs> um, I think I got to, if I have to go back every five weeks, six weeks, whatever, I'm going to do it. I'll just keep putting you back together each week. We'll be good. Okay. So, all right. Now I had my little pity party. So thanks for letting me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know year. if that was an emotional dump or event, which by the way, I have uh, some good info on that in just a little bit. You feel better? Um, I do feel better. Good. So, this time, like between January, February, and beginning part of March, we usually take this time to start cleaning out our house. And, you know, it's it's cold. You don't want to go outside. Of course, it's Texas. So some days are like 70 right now. It's freaking 80. But we do degrees. take the days to clean out the house and clean out closets and corners. And I really think it sets our year up right. We usually do this every single year at this time. Purge. It is a purge. We purge twice a year. 
Yeah, I'd say twice a year because there is a time where it starts to get too hot and then you don't want to be outside either. But I thought this was really funny and I had to rag on you about this. So I was cleaning out the school area where we have the Rivers Art Station and stuff. And Trey, you know, recently learned that he was ADHD or had ADHD tendencies. So he bought a puzzle. (laughs) And he bought that puzzle to help him focus and just sit down. But it's ironic that you only did it for a day and the puzzle's still sitting there like three weeks. I got the borders in place. You got the borders. The borders are done and the rest of the pieces are are ready to start sorting. It's a process. But but it's And I did it with River and it over a four-day period. But it's been sitting there for like three weeks. Uh, actually, it's probably been there for about a month and a yeah. half. I just thought that was kind of funny. And oh, I was really excited to say that we got our grill put up, which is a, a Rectech smoker. And I'm very excited to have that. Trey, did you uh, put that grill up by yourself yesterday? So the quick version of this was, is she was, we have a, we have a handyman, Josh and Heather that are amazing and they help us do a lot of stuff that either we don't have time to do or, or don't have the tools or the ability to do or don't want to do. And she said, I'm going to have, um, I'm going to have Josh come over and put together this rec tech. I was like, no, babe, I got this. I said, I, I can't put together my own grill. What the heck am I doing? And about three days go by and I keep looking at that dang box and I'm like, God, I don't have time to do this right now. And Josh and Heather were on their way over to fix some, some plumbing. And I called Josh and I was like, hey, man, I got an a unmanly thing to ask of you. Can you put together my rec tech for me? And he was like, yeah, sure. I'll have my wife do it. <laughs> and I'm like, really? So his wife puts together the grill. Yep. She, she did, did a, it in like 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. She did a good job. Well, I'm excited. This grill, it's actually a smoker and it's made with uh, all stainless steel parts. It's made in Georgia. And, you know, people would compare it to, say, a Traeger. Traeger, yeah. But... The difference is, is this one has more components that are the stainless steel and they have really, really great customer service. So a lot of people have really loved that because with Traeger, they've had some issues. So that was my Christmas present. So I'm excited to get on it. It's a Christmas present that gives to the whole family. You'll be cooking on it more now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to put pellets in it. It's a pellet smoker. And I think it holds like 25 pounds of of pellets. And I mean, you can make that, that'll go. It's a 30 pound. It's 30 pound. It'll go for 20 hours and you can Wi-Fi check the temperature of your meats. So I'm excited for you to learn how to do that. I'm glad that our handyman's wife put it together for me. (laughs) That's so funny. I think that's awesome, but I'm glad it's put together. Okay. So. But Heather and Josh are great. They live here in the area. So if you need a handyman or a um, sports masseuse, um, they are your people. Well, do we have their phone number? I have their phone number. Do put it out there. It's actually Josh Handyman Indigo Lakes and surrounding areas eight three two four two two six eight eight four. I don't know their business name though. Okay, so I want to talk about something of the difference between emotional dumping and healthy venting, <laughs> and. We led with that this morning. Well, I know. I had a kind of a, an, I did kind of have an emotional dump and I had a healthy venting. Like I, I needed to, I needed to vent that and share what was going on. But, you know, we have uh, friends that kind of can, we, fr- friends and, and family members that can easily call us and emotionally dump or they can healthy vent. And if you can't be on the phone conversation with someone, and have some boundaries there, 
because then maybe you've got to figure that out, how to make the right changes. Because if they are causing you to have emotional issues when you get off the phone or in that moment, then it, it may be something that you should not continue. And this is some things that we've dealt with lately, and I want to talk about some of the differences. So first, we're going to talk about emotional dumping. How do you know when somebody is emotionally dumping on you? Well, they will blame others because they did X or they did Y, whatever. So it's always blaming others. They overwhelm the, they overwhelm you with some personal or multiple issues. Like they've got all these issues going on and they're just dumping all of it out. And it's very overwhelming. Another is playing a victim. They are always the victim in the conversation and they are not open to finding a solution. And sometimes I think that I am very quick to offer a solution and sometimes that person wasn't really asking for a solution. Maybe they were just trying to vent. Well, I so know it's a good to very know recent difference. scenario that I was just trying to be a good listener to someone I cared about and um, just offered up an ear. How did I do this morning? Uh, you did really good because you didn't, and you didn't offer me a solution because you don't know much about hair. No. So, <laughs> so you you just. I don't know. I don't really remember well, what you said. Well, in the past, I would be pouncing on that as there's a problem, let's figure out a solution. And then I would just, as, as I don't know, for me as a man, that's I'm a problem solver. And so for those out there that, that have friends or family members that are in these situations, just sometimes you just need to be a good listener. I agree. And that's one of the things that we've learned in our health coaching is that we know the answer to a lot of the issues that we're going through. Like deep down inside, we know our own solution, but we've got to verbally talk about it and get it out about what the problem is. Because in that moment that that person is is venting to you, they're also formulating a solution for themselves. So your interruption of talking to them and offering a solution that they didn't ask for could actually take away what's truly right for them. Remember when I was going to Marcia back in 2018? Yes. So Marcia was a, a spiritual healer, life coach. Lymphatic. Lymphatic massage therapist. She kind of did everything. And there was a, it was an infinity loop and underneath it, the word intimacy, into me, I see. And so if somebody's sitting on one side of that loop that has anxiety and you're having a conversation with them and what they're talking about is giving you anxiety, then you're in that infinity loop with them and you are suffering from the same anxiousness that they have. And if you heal yourself from anxiety, then you no longer portray what they're feeling. You're now reflecting back, not anxiety back to them, but you're stable. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're not... I do that with you all the you're time. You're not being affected by <laughs> the anxiousness of someone else. You're in a calm state and you're able to listen and not be affected by their anxiousness. Right. So it's into me, I see. And that gives you an idea that if you're trying to help out a friend or you're in a situation where you're being affected by a conversation, you're actually being affected. You're, you're, you're not healed from something internally that they're putting on you. For sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes total sense. I 100% agree with you. So when I sat and listened to you, I was not affected by your hair. Right, because you don't have that same 
you don't, you don't share those same feelings in any way. So you couldn't possibly feel what I was feeling, but you, but you had sympathy for me. Empathy. I couldn't have empathy. I had sympathy. Okay. Does not respect or listen to the other person's perspective. You know, again, if somebody's calling you and, and they're just dumping all over you, most likely they are not going to listen to your perspective. And if they just needed to vent, then maybe you don't need to give them a perspective, but okay. Repeats the same issue over and over and over. That is a very big one. When you repeat the same issue over and over, you're expecting a different result, but you're getting the same result. John is looking up the difference. Okay. Sympathy is constructed from the Greek synonym, meaning together and referring to feelings or emotion and is used when one person shares the feelings of another as when one experiences sadness, when someone else close to them is experienced grief or loss. Empathy is a newer word as related to pathos, and it differs from sympathy in carrying an implication of greater emotional distance. Okay. So he was, you were empathizing. You're right. You're right. You were empathizing with me. You weren't sharing the same emotions. So I've never gone through it, so I couldn't share it, but I could imagine yeah. what you were going through. But recent conversations that I've heard you have, and I know that I've had too recently with some of my friends, is I've had sympathy for them. And that's something that we both need to explore within ourselves because Basically, we were triggered. So basically, their crap was triggering some of our own crap. Yeah. And that is something that both of us need to stop for a second and say, hey, how, how did that happen? I was allowing my friend to either dump or emotionally vent on me, and it triggered me into this emotion. What was that? We got to work on that. Yeah. That's something yeah, I, I need it's to- just, It's having confidence in verbiage and, and being strong enough to- have that dialogue with that friend in that situation to where if that conversation starts to get uncomfortable, end it. Yeah. Say, I'm just not comfortable right now with this conversation and why don't we talk in another time and not worry about what the feelings or emotions or situation is on the other side because you have to protect yourself and draw that boundary for yourself and have that conversation later. And that was the next one is that they are inconsiderate yeah. of your time. So when someone's dumping on you, they are, they're not even thinking about your time at all. You, you may have water boiling over, bath water, splashing all over the walls, dogs peeing in the corner, and you're trying to get on a conference call, but your friend is not even caring because they're inconsiderate of your time. And that's something- well, Maybe to, not knowingly. Maybe just, not. I, yeah, not knowingly. But um, that's where you, as the recipient of that conversation, has to be in control of what's happening with you. Yeah. And if you find yourself losing your control in that conversation, that's where the boundary gets drawn. The last one is it feels toxic. So when you have that friend or family member that that is calling you, if they're just calling you to you know, see how you're doing and you're feeling like this weird feeling in your stomach, okay, that's that's something different. Maybe that's something else you've got to work on. But if, if it's during the times of, of dumping or venting or whatever that you think it might be, and it feels toxic in your stomach, like you just feel icky, that is something that you've got to draw a boundary with because it's not fair for your spouse. It's not fair for your kids. Do we need one more thing in life to, to jack us up? We just don't. There's already enough crap going on. 
So, okay, now healthy venting. When someone healthily vents to you, how do you know that? Well, they don't blame others. They take responsibility. They stick to one topic and they're not bringing up past issues. They use I statements like, I feel disrespected or I feel unheard. I think it's important to identify those emotions that you do feel because you shouldn't have guilt or shame for the emotions that you feel. The, that emotion is there and it's telling you something and it's something to look into and explore. Agreed. And everybody is entitled to their own emotion. So own that. Works on a solution together. So they are open to working on a solution, but sometimes not. Like I said, sometimes they, they're not needing a solution. They're just wanting to, to talk. Just, they just, just want to talk. Vent. Just vent. Yep. That's right. In a healthy way though. And you know what I will say? Like I vent when I'm in the bathtub <laughs> and I, I talk to you, but you'll vent. Trey's a, a good walk venter. I'm a walk venter. Venter walker. You're a venter walker. Walker vent. And how are you on listening when we walk? Most of the time I'm listening. Okay. Depends on if you want to talk during that time frame though. There have been times where you were venting, but it was triggering me and I was starting to feel really anxious. And I communicated that with you and said, I can't have this conversation right now. And I would say that didn't always go over well, too when well. When can we have the conversation? We're on a walk. This is when we're supposed to have it. I know, but but you have to be able... This this is learning your feelings, like learning feelings are a chemical. Being respectful of the boundary you were trying to put up. Yeah, being you're you're recognizing the way that you're feeling. It's a chemical reaction. Your feelings are a chemical reaction based on the thoughts that you have. So you have your thoughts, and then you have your emotions and your feelings that come from it, and then you communicate them. And if you don't communicate them, then you're doing yourself a disservice and everybody else. So now you, if I didn't communicate, hey, I. I know you're just venting right now, but I can't deal. I can't have this conversation. Like I'm getting anxiety right now. That has happened multiple times. It wasn't your fault. I'm just in that state of mind that I couldn't handle it, but I needed to communicate that with you. So into me, I see you just weren't healed from what I was putting out there. It's a completely normal part of life and it, there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. There's nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with any of that. So I'm a vent walker now. Yours, use a vent walker. They own up to mistakes and they're open to constructive feedback. I think we both do a good job with that. Yeah, most me, of the time. You are better. more than you. Yeah, I'm not You're so You're getting good at better that. at I'm sorry or that was my fault. Those are fun words to hear because they don't come very often. It's just, you know, it's not very often that I'm wrong. So <laughs> it's a, I'm not used to saying that. So. <laughs> so proud of you for admitting I know. that. Well, you know, I mean, it's just. It's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Does not go in circles. So healthy venting, they do not go in circles. They listen and acknowledge to other people's perspective, which kind of is. Feel felt found. I know how you feel. Okay. I felt the same way. And what I've found is. Yep. That's the feel felt found. It works in sales and it works when your friend is venting. And walk venting. And well, you know, I understand how you feel. <laughs> Trey, I have felt the same way. Don't touch me. And you know what I found? I found that talking it out was just the best policy. That's when great. in doubt. Talk it out. <laughs> they do not take up unnecessary time. 
that is the difference. They're conscious. So I'll have, I have friends that will call me and they're venting, but they're very conscious of their time and space that they're in. And they, they are just open to that. But somebody who is literally dumping, they, they are in a trance. You know, you had a dump call the other day and it was like, that person was just in a trance and they did not stop. You couldn't get a word in edgewise. So it's important to recognize the difference there. And it feels beneficial. So somebody who's healthy venting, I'm thinking of one person right now, and they will call and vent. And for me, I don't, I feel like I helped her, even though maybe, maybe I didn't offer a single solution. I didn't give her any sort of perspective at all, but I listened and she got to vent and I felt happy and she felt happy when we got off the phone. And then I was able to immediately get back to whatever it is I was doing when I was done. And it had absolutely zero effect. That is a really good, healthy venting conversation. Anything else that you want to share? This week? I'm looking at your hair and I think it looks beautiful. Well, what do you mean anything I want to share this week? It's I like the know. fourth day of the week. Have, 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 we, have we gone to, to, do I need to vent walk right now? Are we vent sitting? No. I'm good. I was talking to John when we first came in here. It was like, I feel like Monday we got hit with everything that got pushed off during the holidays. And then all of a sudden, Monday morning, it was just like, boom, the year is here. Everybody calling, everybody geared up. It's like everybody ready to just ramp into the new year. And it's like, whoa, boom. And I decided to change up my workouts with Leslie. And we are not working out in our gym anymore at home. It's too cold. I I don't like working out in the cold. So we decided to go to Magnolia Fitness Center and go to some classes. And then we can lift weights in the gym and start to really like do some body toning and, and bodybuilding. Not like old Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilding, but, you know, just working, like isolating different muscle groups because they have the machines. But the first day I do it, then I, I'm sick the next day and I get a cold. And my body has tried to get sick multiple times, but I swear through COVID, I've learned so many new techniques for getting rid of colds. We've done good this year. Or, well, we've done good through the the holidays with everybody being around. I mean, the whole thing went through our, our office, our company wide, multiple different locations, multiple different friends and family. I mean, there's been a lot of people that just got their butt kicked the last six weeks, you know, with a lot of your remedies and kind of preventative care that we do for ourselves and our family. The things that we did feel or, or, or get were very short lived and we got through it quickly. Yeah. So thank you for that. You're welcome. If it if something is attacking me more than two days, I'm super annoyed. I'm like, wait, why am I sick for more than two days? This is really annoying. So like this time that I got sick, it wasn't, it's really just congestion. That's it. I don't feel anything else, but I, I'm annoyed. Like I like to feel 100% all the time. Is that too much to ask? So now I'm congested. My hair is gray <laughs> and it's, you know, dry weather and I got wrinkles and just getting older. And we are sit venting right now. But you know what? Um, I was going to say this too. When we have any sort of sickness go through our house or start to get, uh, start to go through our house, my philosophy is to fight it 
back harder than it's fighting you. So when you have a virus that is in your body, it's multiplying and it's basically invading your body. And I find offense to that. Like, I don't want anybody invading our home. Let's go kick its ass, sea bass. I don't want it to invade my body. So I'm doing all the things that are the exact opposite of what a virus likes. So a virus loves a stressed out, sugar, lazy, uh, you know, just just real slow body. And I want my body to be fast. I want my immune system to be strong. So that is why we're constantly, uh, you know, eating the way that we are and living our lifestyle. But sometimes it's not enough and you still get sick. And if you get sick, you've got to have the things on hand that are going to fight that really, really strong. So a couple of weeks ago, when I felt myself getting sick, I put the thieves essential oil, um, a thieves essential vitality oil down my throat, like every 20 minutes, like I was doing that. And then I had some reishi mushroom extract. I was putting that down my throat every 20 to 30 minutes. And I would feel it come to me like, like, like it was fighting me. And then I'd be like, "Mm -mm, not today. And then I'd take my stuff again. And then we were literally in a battle. Yeah. And that's what I envisioned in my head. the, the, The vitamin C, the zinc, the D. Yep. You know, all the all the supplements and then make sure you're pounding water and hot tea. Yeah. Whiskey. So I have you made some good whiskey sours for me. Not whiskey I, sours, but it was um, uh hottie toddies. Hottie toddies, man. Okay. What did they do in the day when somebody had a cough? They would give them whiskey. Well the the honey and the lemon. Well, what was it? So the whiskey thins the blood. Well, whiskey thins your blood, but it also relaxes your body. You know, if you have a fever, you're pretty achy and whiskey just helps relax your body. And we had your mom on talking about wine. I was talking about whiskey. <laughs> well, you know Winning what? you over here. It's, it's an ounce or two ounces of whiskey. It's just going to relax you a little bit. But I have no problem giving my kids a little... A little one ounce whiskey with some honey and lemon because I would rather them have that than a toxic medicine that is going to uh, block glutathione production in their liver, which glutathione is a natural antioxidant. I believe in fevers. If you have um, water that is filled with bacteria, parasites, whatever, and you bring it to a boil, you're going to kill those things. So what if somebody was trying to boil water and somebody goes, oh, no, oh, no, the water's boiling. And they go and turn off the water and they turn down the heat. They'd be like, hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to kill some stuff here. And then they turn the water back on. Well, this time that person is going to go, I'm going to turn it on higher this time. And then you're like, oh, no, the water's boiling higher this time. And then you turn it down again. And then pretty soon it's like your body, the water would go on. The other person would be like, I'm doing it stronger. And then you're going back and forth. That's what you're doing when you're taking the ibuprofen or the Tylenol. Your body is like build your body is boiling it. It's heating up. It's boiling these viruses. And when you take the Tylenol or the ibuprofen, you're stopping it. So the next time, guess what? Your fever is going to come back even higher. And kids, they can have a much higher fever than, I mean, you could have a toddler running around with a 102 fever. I'm If I had a 102 fever, I'd be like, I'm dying. <laughs> Get the will. Get the will. I don't do well with fevers at all. 99 and I'm like, oh, oh, but there comes when it's that low, then your whiskey comes in and that can relax you. That, my dear, was actually a very good analogy. Oh, really? Did you like my sound effects? 
Not really. You grabbed me pretty hard. That was a little aggressive. <laughs> well, anyway, I, that's it for today. And um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry if I sound a little nasally, but you know, it's that time of year. Clean some stuff out. Get rid of your toxic friends. Don't dye your hair gray and get a puzzle and put your own damn grill together. Bye. Just be a good listener. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.